Hi everyone, I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone Personal Organization, and I'm happy to be here with you today while we work together on our organizational journey or our journey to organization. And uh, I want to talk again a last few things about Pesach, um, and I also want to talk a little bit about and a little bit about downsizing. Um, I appreciate all the calls I got this week, and I will clarify one call that I got about cleaning uh, ovens. Um, I think that there was some sort of misunderstanding about what, uh, what I said I would do. Um, I said that I'll cook for Shabbos, have the oven cleaned after Shabbos, and then I'll clean it again after Shabbos, which would be 24 hours without use. Um, and then after that second cleaning, uh, that would be my my clean and cashering for, for Pesach. So, you know, I would, you know, uh, clean it, get it ready for, for after Shabbos, um, you know, for Pesach, and then, you know, do a light cleaning burnout uh, again after Shabbos. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my plan for my oven. I just wanted to, to uh, clarify that. Um, so it's just a few more days till Pesach. Today's Wednesday. We have Thursday, Friday, Motzei Shabbos, and Sunday. And of course, you have Monday morning too. So I guess five days. It's not uh, a lot of time, um, but it is a lot of time. And I don't want you to freak out. I want you to look at your task list, see what you have remaining to do. And then I want to talk to you about something called microtasking. Now, Today we're just going to sort of touch on the subject and we'll talk about it more after Pesach when we have a little more time to, divulge, to, to delve into it. But uh, today I want to just briefly talk about it so we can sort of assemble our task list. If you have still, get your car clean for Pesach, clean your oven, clean your fridge, clean your stove, clean your counters, kasha your sink, cover something, whatever it is, Let's break down the tasks and let's figure out how long it's going to take to do each one. Let's see what we can outsource to our children or to a professional that will take less time. So for example, instead of vacuuming out my car myself, which will probably take me an hour, I choose to spend 30 minutes and drive myself to the car wash, have them detail my car, which takes, you know, 15 or 20 minutes and drive myself home. Of course, it costs me, you know, 10 or $15, but how much, you know, time am I expending on if I do it myself plus energy? I don't need to treat myself like a schmata. I probably need to put gas in my car anyways. So I go to the gas station and I go to the car wash and I take care of it. But that's not really exactly what microtasking is. Microtasking is when we look at a task and we see how we can break it down into lots of little tasks. So for example, if you have to clean your fridge, what are the tasks involved with cleaning your fridge? First, you need to remove all the contents. And then you need to probably turn it off if you're going to bleach it. And then you need to remove all of the drawers and shelves. And then you need to wash all the drawers and shelves. And then you need to put the drawers and shelves back into the refrigerator. And then you need to cover the shelves if you're going to put some of the chametz back in it. Or cover the chametz in a bag or something like that, whatever is your custom for doing that. But the point of me telling you all of these different steps is that we can look at each step and say, okay, clearing the refrigerator takes five minutes. Pulling all the shelves out takes another five minutes. Washing all the shelves takes 15 minutes. Putting them back takes five minutes. 
and putting all the food back takes five minutes. So in total, that's uh, 45 minutes, I think, right? 20 uh, plus 15, 35 minutes, okay? For 35 to 40 minutes to do this task. So now we've assessed how long it will take us to do the task. And let's add an extra five minutes just to give us a, a time in case we get interrupted. So it's gonna take us 35 to 45 minutes to do this task. So now we know it's gonna take 45 minutes to do the refrigerator. How long will it take to do, let's say, koshering the sink? First I have to boil the water, and then I, first I have to clean the sink. Okay, or actually first I have to boil the water, and then I'm gonna clean the sink while the water's boiling. And then when the water's finished boiling, the sink will be clean. And so then I can pour the boiling hot water over it. Okay, so I've dissected the task and I can see from, from what the task is, is that it's gonna take, you know, 35 minutes for the water to get really, really, really hot. So I have 35 minutes to get the sink cleaned to a point where, you know, it's kosherable. And, and this is like how you break down the task. Plus it's gonna take me you know, an extra five minutes to kosher it. So the whole task is gonna take me 40 minutes. And, and, and we know now the refrigerator is gonna take us up to 45 minutes, me, you know, and, and the, the sink is gonna take us 40 minutes. We know we need basically two hours to do these two tasks. Now, after we've cleaned the sinks, perhaps, we can also clean the counters so we can kosher the counters. Um, but the point is, is that we're thinking about how all these tasks are gonna get performed. So if we look at the tasks that we have left, you know, the car, the fridge, the, the counters, the sink, the oven, and we sit down for 10 minutes and decide how long it's gonna take us to do each task, then, and, and what is involved in each task, it's gonna give us a more clear picture on how we can conquer all these tasks and, and how, how we can get them done, where we can delegate. Uh, you know, it's okay to say to your kids, hey, I'm gonna finish koshering the counters. In the meantime, can you pull all the things out of the refrigerator and put them on the table? That's an easy task for kids to do. They can surely do that. A, a bigger kid can pull out all the shelves and, 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 and start to wash them for you in the bathtub or outside. All of these things can, can be delegated or at least assessed what can get delegated and what you actually need to do yourself. So from what I just said, if you start with the koshering, the sink, you clean the sink first. In the meantime, while you're doing that, the kids are pulling out the stuff from the fridge and putting it on the table and they're pulling out the shelves and they go run the bathtub with soapy water. You've just taken basically two hours worth of work and turned it into an hour's worth of work. Bravo, that's really great because we sat down and we took five to 10 minutes to assess how long our tasks are gonna take us and how we can delegate them. So this is what I'm saying. When, 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 we, when we think about all the things we have left, first of all, we should breathe. Remember, four in, four out. Um, we should also remember we can ask for help and we should know how long a task should take us so that we can really plan our time effectively and that we don't get worn out. Um, so that's my little spiel remaining for Pesach. If you have any questions between now and Wednesday, of course, I'm happy as usual to answer them. Um, I'm not going to be recording before Pesach. Um, I guess if I get enough questions, I'll try to do a recording before Pesach, but I don't know if Akaris Abayas will run it. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it's still not too late to go to my website, Balagan, B-A-L-A-G-A-N, 
B-E-G-O-N-E.com, balagan-begon.com, and download the Pesach guide if you still need it. Um, but I want to just switch gears for just a minute um, and start thinking a little bit about, um, about downsizing. Uh, a lady called me, and first of all, she said, um, thank you so much. You really, you really helped me. You really, you know, I, I thought about what you said. I only kept the best clothes. I got rid of anything. I don't want my kids to wear anything that didn't look nice, anything I don't like, anything that won't be in fashion for the next kid. Um, and then I did it for myself. She was a little embarrassed to say how many trash bags she actually gave away and she didn't say her name. So I don't know who it was. Um, but, um, bravo. That's really great. I want you to tell me your successes and I want to celebrate them with you. So really, 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 really great. Um, but let's talk about, um, downsizing. I got another call about a lady from a lady who also didn't tell me her name. And she told me she has a lot, she has space in her house for things. When she opens the closet door, it's not tumbling out, but she has things in the closet she doesn't need, like games that her kids don't play with or, you know, whatever it is that she specifically said games, but this could apply to anything. Sheets and towels that we don't need, pillows that are extra or old or not good. And we hold on to them because we may need them. Well, we may need them. It's true. But let's stop and think about why we're saving them. Are we saving them because they're good and we might need them? Or are we saving them because we think we'll be missing out if we don't have them? Or why are we saving them? I don't know why you're saving them. Everybody has a different rationale behind saving it. I'm saving it for my grandchildren. Maybe my kids aren't playing right with it right now, but I hope that they will play with it. Or maybe I'm saving it in case somebody comes over to my house and they need it. The thing is, is just because we have space to fill, doesn't mean it needs to be full. It's okay to have empty space. It's not okay to have things we don't really need or that we don't really want. My feeling about things that we have is that we have like a cosmic balancing. Hashem gives us a certain amount on one side of the scale. If we want something from the other side of the scale, then, then we need to give over something so that it's balanced. We need our, our scales to be balanced. So, so if we have things that we're not really using, I guarantee you that there are other people that we know that would want it. You could post it for free if you belong to a buy, sell, swap group on the internet, or you could put, a, uh, put it on your corner and say free, or you could tell some friends, hey, I have all these things. You could take it to a thrift shop. There are lots of things you could do with, uh, with these items, games or clothes or toys or whatever, so that somebody else, somebody else can use it. Um, the, I guess for me, the point is, is I feel Hashem, Hashem has decided on Rosh Hashanah. What is, what is for us? What's our chilek? We can have a different chilek if we want, as long as it equals the chilek that we're supposed to have. So, we're supposed to get a certain portion, but it doesn't really matter what's in the portion. It's like man. Hashem gave us man, and we only got exactly what we needed, but it could taste like whatever we wanted it to taste like. So things are the same thing. Hashem gives us the things when we need them, 
When we have no more use for them, we say thank you for the bracha and we pass them on so that we can open up our lives to more bracha. Basically, it's a heavenly rebalancing of your things. If we want to invite Hashem to give us new bracha or any bracha at all, um, then we have to say thank you for the old bracha and move on and realize when we're not in need of it anymore and, and understand that even though we don't need it, other people can benefit from what we have. So pass it on. Don't just throw it in the garbage. If it's broken, obviously, there's no need to hold on to it. But pass on what we are no longer using, even if we have the space for it, because it's nice sometimes to see an empty space. It's nice to see not every single corner of your home full of stuff. I want you to walk around your house and really look. Is there something in every single corner in your house? I don't think this is the ultimate goal for life. It's not how much we can collect. It's how we focus on how the things in our life help us connect better to the people in our life. And that's, for me, really the goal. The things are just the means to, to the end. We need to focus on that. When our things force us to work for them, you know, when it's about more laundry and more cleaning and, har- and more difficulty in cleaning because there's so many things around, then our things are not working for us. We are working for our things. And this is not the point of things. People need to come first. Why should we yell at our kids that their room is a mess? Let's help them declutter. Let's help them. They don't understand how to do it. Organization is a learned skill. Like I said before, it's a learned skill. We teach our kids how to do that. It's not even something that you learn in school, which is chaval. You should learn it in school. But, but it's not. And it's our job to teach this to our children. When we hold on to things that we don't really need for the someday, you know, it's not worth it. And the thing is, is when we have emuna, if we need it again, it'll come back to us in some way. And if, if it didn't, then we probably could do without it. Uh, but the, but the, the real thing is for me is it's based on my emuna and Hashem. I really believe that when we hold on to things, it hinders our bracha if we don't need them anymore. And it, it, it makes our... Th- it, it, it makes ourselves less open to receiving new things from Hashem. Now, it's true we get a portion allotted to us at Rosh Hashanah, but we can always ask Hashem for free gifts. So when we don't have room for free gifts, when we don't have room for new things in our home, how can we expect to get them? You wouldn't buy a new sofa if the old one wasn't going to be gone by the time you delivered it, by the, by the time the new one was delivered because there's no place to put it, right? Or unless you have a plan, someplace else to put it. You need the physical space to accept the delivery. The same thing is true You need the, when, with a gift from Hashem. You need the physical space, you need the mental space, you need the emotional space to accept those gifts. So keeping things that we aren't using, even though we have the space for them, okay. If they're sentimental or really important to you, tof. Okay, keep them. But what are we holding ourselves back from by doing that? Okay, are we holding ourselves back from more bracha from Hashem? I think yes. And I would love to hear your thoughts about it.
Um, I've rambled on for long enough. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know what your thoughts are about that, what you're feeling about that. If you have any questions about Pesach or microtasking or organizing in general, uh, I, I really love to hear from you. It, it gives me a lot of chizuk, like I'm not talking into an abyss. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, no one likes the feeling that they're, they're speaking to nothing. So I would love, I really love to hear from you. Again, you can go to my website um, and download still my free Pesach guide balaganbegone.com. Um, you can email me there too if you if voicemail is not the way you want to interact with me. Uh, my email is Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at B-A-L-A-G-A-N-B-E-G-O-N-E.com. Rebecca at balaganbegone.com. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone Personal Organization. Thank you for listening to me as we go on our journey to organization. And I want you all to remember, Hashem keeps me organized. Just repeat it to yourself. I want you to remember to take four deep breaths in and four breaths, or take a deep breath in and hold for four. Take a deep breath out and hold for four. And I want you all to have a Chag Kasher Okay, I'll speak to you all very soon.